0: And you're welcome to racing only better ahead of racing this weekend. Wincanton, Doncaster, and Aintree hoping to steer you in the direction of a few winners. Kev, Blake, looking to make it two from two, as he was a seventeen to one winner last weekend. Kev, no pressure, but uh, save again this
1: weekend, please.
2: I'll do my very, very best, Hugo. Good to be back.
1: Good stuff, and uh, Mr. Tony Calvin is with us as well. How are you, TC? I'm sulking after Blake's 17-1 winner. I've got a mountain to climb.
0: Mountain. <laughs> a mountain. A mountain. Now you know how he felt at the start of the flat season when you were absolutely tearing away. The shoe's on the other foot, my friend, and let's see how well you <laughs> managed to rein him in. But let's kick off okay. with the 150 lads on the card. It's the John Romans Park Holmes Rising Star Novices Chase. A bit of a mouthful. Grade 2. It's 2 miles and 5 furlongs, Kev. Let's keep it short. Brave Man's game is going to win
2: yeah i don't think any of us have a betting view but look this is potentially one of the very best novices that they have in the uk it'd be nice if they have one or two um i liked his chasing debut his jumping was was good in the main um we'll see how he progresses now from that here we want to see him put in a nice clean quick round of jumping bolt up and then we can look forward to seeing him meet some good horses when the irish come over in a few months
0: yeah, he's not a working man's price now, two to one on. So we wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't be going out and telling you to put, put the mortgage on it.
1: But like, good. yeah, I just, I hope he's a good horse. Yeah, go on TC. No, I was going to say it's not working man's price. So that means you could be backing him, wouldn't it? a <laughs> yeah. man of leisure, <laughs> yeah. you are.
0: Yeah, well, see, I haven't done a day's, have done a day's work in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Get get just, just, just
1: a quick, just a quick news line, which is relevant for all the Wincanton races we're going to cover. they've been watering there since wednesday it's good ground so we don't know how the how the ground's going to ride but they've been putting on a lot of water and apparently nichols is going to walk the course on friday afternoon to see see how it's gone so bear that in mind it's good ground but they've been watering heavily since wednesday
0: uh, that's a bit like me at the end of a night in the pub. They're watering heavily just so I make it home in one piece. Right, The 2.25 <laughs> gentlemen is Richard Barber, Memorial Handicap Hurdles, two miles and five furlongs. Uh, Un de la Sénière is your 72 favourite for Fergal O'Brien. You've got Winhouse 6-1. to uh, Rosa Arcadia at 6-1. Uh, to one, Eglantine du Soy at sevens and it's 8-1 to one, uh, bar. So,
1: um, TC, um, mm. who do you fancy in this? Looks an open enough uh, contest, this one. Yeah, very tricky races. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bit of a swing on a horse called Meneche, which is about a fourteen to one chance at the moment. Uh, the big issue with this horse is uh, the st- uh, stamina. So never never been tried out anything like this two mile five trip. But uh, I think she's the best horse at the weights. Uh, she's very well handicapped on her second to Alavina uh, at Fontwell over two mile one in heavy ground uh, last season. So if she stays, I think I think she's got a big chance. Stable in fair form. She's also had a wind up since the last run and off a marker of 119 given that Alavina's now rated 135 and, you know, she was, you know, on the, on that line of form she should be in, you know, the 130s here if you take a strict line of form there and Alavina's won twice in. So if Beldermanesh stays and if the ground's not going to be that testing um, it'll play to a, a Patriots strengths. But Beldermanesh at 14s for me. Win only at winning place. 14 to 1. Given the stamina outs, win only. And and I don't know whether she's even going to run because she has all the best forms been on soft and heavy but I'm sure Angie Honeybill will walk the course and if she gets pulled out so such is life we haven't done our money. Okay, good
0: stuff. Uh, the three o'clock on the card, gents, is the 60th Badger Beer Handicap Chase. It's over uh, three miles, and uh, TC, you can talk us through this one again. It's it's a wide open contest here. Highland Hunter is um, your five to one favourite, but there's been a lot of money for Captain Orr over the last couple of days. Sevens, uh, mm. thirteen to two, six is now eleven to two, so yeah. you could well go off favourite. Uh, Hurricane Harvey, at six to one. Irish Prophecy, sevens, and it's eight to one bar. Uh, right up your street, this one, TC. Who do you yeah. like,
1: please? Um, as you just echo what you said about Captain Ord, that's been a, that's been the mover on Friday morning. It's well handicapped on a second uh, to rule guys. Needs to put some uh, poor runs behind him recently, but the money suggests from a shrewd outfit that they think they've got him back. Uh, I've played Coupe de Pinto, anti-pokes at 20 to 1. Now this horse is, some people may think it will need further, uh, but if you go back and have a look at all, all its best form, it's actually come over three miles on good ground, so... Uh, on the back of a, a good debut for Ralph Smith uh, on this track last time, this horse has been placed in all of its estimates at Canton I think Coupe de Pinso is handicapped to, to play a role here. He's he's back on the same mark as when dotting up at Wincanton, uh, Taunton not so long ago. Uh, if he stays with him early on in the race, he can get a bit detached and jump a bit stickily. But if Coop de Pinso is bang there at halfway, he'll be coming home as good as anything else in the race. And uh, with a decent £7 claimer on, or so I'm told, uh, Coup de Pinso, uh, twenty to one on a course. He goes well out of an attractive mark. is uh, is worth a worth a spin at twenty to one plus win only on the exchange. I
0: you know, I reckon if you went back and listened to all of last year's National Hunt, uh, Race the Only Betters, which I wouldn't advise you to do unless you're struggling to get to sleep. But I reckon you have, in this race in particular, you've tipped up at least 80% of the horses at some stage over the course of last <laughs> season, all running in different All these names that are jumping off the page, Potterman, Truckers Lodge, Double Shuffle. Um, but that be a fair comment, TC? no no okay (laughs) (laughs) let's move on to the second graded race of the cards at 3.35 is the uh, Unibet elite hurdle Uh, so Royale Kev is your (laughs) 6 to 5 favourite here Um, we've got Goshen in there at 2 to 1 the headbanger himself Belfast Banter who I think is uh, overpriced at 6 to 1 I think I'll be having a small few quid on him Soul Pretender for Norman Lee Christopher Wood uh, and you can have what you like about the rest Belfast Banter for me Kev taking on the English what do you reckon
2: Oh, Hugh, the, 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 just looking through this race makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. The thought of, of Irish second stringers coming over to win Canton, taking their jobs, taking their women and taking their grade twos. Oh, yes. But I think you've got the wrong one, Hugh. Ah, I don't no. think it's Belfast banter. Ah, I think no. it's sole pretender for Norman Lee. Um, I think he's very overpriced at around 10 to 1, knocking about. Um, he's kind of steadily slid up the ranks there. But if you look back at his last few runs, um, he... Whopped um, Bob Palm at Cork, albeit uh, in receipt of weight. He's, he's a solid one, low 50s horse. Um, failed to stay in the Stayers hurdle the punches town. He whopped Durasso off level terms. Durassos a solid 150 horse, and uh, his albeit quite good run in the Galway Hurdle Um, he was better than that last time because he missed the kick he's a front runner Um, he might have some company up in the front end but I think this is a pretty solid horse here and he would be well able to compete in a race of this standard and uh, receiving weight off the big two English horses uh, he might go and beat them all not the most attractive each way race but I think he's very fair 10 to 1 or so
0: he's an old whopper so he is 10 to 1 Okay, nice price if you can get it Uh, I wonder will that price last as well I'm going to stick with Belfast Binder despite Kev's very cogent
1: argument um right shall we um did you want to have a quick word on that easy yeah, um yeah uh, what i will say is how much how, how how much ease in the going is going to be key here because obviously goshen needs it uh m- softer than is currently forecast and yeah. so royal well, the quicker the better for so royal I-, I think the race sets up perfectly for so royal got four possible four goes in here smooth traveling horse got the best form got a recent run um i hate to say it to you but Eleven to eight is not a bad price. Mm, are you tipping up a favourite, Tony Cavanaugh? Oh my God, four uh, horsemen yeah, coming over yeah, the hill, and, and, and it's not an each way. It's not seven runners. It's not an each way race at all, lads. Come on,
0: yeah. yeah. And it. you did you, you did say like you know it needs to be softer for Gosh. And he also needs to remember to take his medication as well. I wouldn't back that horse with your money, TC. Absolutely <laughs> lunatic If ever I've seen one, and he's not taking any of my hard-earned crust. I can tell you that. I tell you what, you, Steve, I'll, yeah. Only
1: back it when it's odds on you. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> if the market comes from, I'm all in. Flash, John Casper, the one twenty five. Um, we're going to go to the flat briefly for um, three races. Uh, seven furlongs, the one twenty five, the Virgin Bet handicap. Kevin Blake's kind of race is what I say. You've got Tom Frey at uh, seven to two with the head of the market. A bit of support for that for uh, Mr. Beckett. Fresh at nine to two. Orban eights and it's nine to one bar, uh, Kev. So right, come on, the flat in November, Kev. This is right up your alley oh
2: yes you and a horse named ironically after you Fresh because we fresh. Know you're never we are never fresh <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I wish I knew what this, fresh was <laughs> this
2: fella uh, this fella progressed the way up the ranks and he's been bopping away um, all good this season he was second in a Wokingham and he's been hinted that seven furlongs might suit him they stepped him up to it um, on his penultimate start at Ascot and he shaped very well Hugh um, the field split into one big massive group which he was in and he duly whopped them, but Uh, there was a much smaller group over on the far side and they were finished first and second so he was a little bit unfortunate but to me he proved that seven furlongs is indeed going to be suitable for him they dropped him back to six at Doncaster last time and he ran a good solid race in third didn't get the clearest of runs but the key really is returning to seven furlongs we know he loves the ground um, and he's a small bit fresher than these he's only had the six runs this season and um, I'd be hopeful he will be tough to beat Hugo
0: Okay, good stuff, Kev. Um, One of my good friends, in fact, the uh, godfather of my uh, eldest child, his name is Luke O'Reilly, and his mother's name is Bernadette. So she's Bernadette O'Reilly. And if she was having a bet in this race, Tony, she'd have to back Bernardo O'Reilly, given the similarities. (laughs) That's the strings. That's how I come to my horses and that's it. For listeners are wondering why I'm such an expert, that kind of analysis is what you pay the big bucks for.
1: Well, well, I can't disagree with that, logic. You, I really can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought, so given that you're so quick on the trigger, I thought dashing Roger was named after you.
0: <laughs> so, no, <we're... laughs> um, there's, nothing da-
1: there's nothing dashing about me unless I'm trying to run away from something, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think there's three in the race uh, that I'm interested in. Tom Free's probably a bit underpriced, but last year's winner, back to form last time, very solid for uh, Rafe. Um, Hafit Elaine, good run back after an unsuccessful spell in Hong Kong. Uh, Ed Walker, he's got a decently handicapped horse, but uh, I, all, in all seriousness, I, I had backed uh, Bernardo O'Reilly. Um, anybody who watched the Doncaster run last week, you know, uh, last Saturday, would have would known that he should have won that race. Martin Dwyer would like to uh, ride that race again. Sat too far off the pace um, on the outside, but met trouble and got leaned on for about a furlong when trying to make his run. Got going all too late, only beaten a length and a half, should be coming here under a penalty. So the fact he's a, a, a pound out of the handicap doesn't really deter me. Course winner, last, last win came at this track. Decently handicapped, Mark. Soft ground, no problem. Dwyer, get it right this time, please. Bernardo Mm. Riley, 12 to 1.
0: For all the reasons that Tony Cavill just said, plus the fact that he is named after my best friend's mother.
1: Right, move on, gentlemen, (laughs) to the... There's another story there, but we won't go there.
0: No, we won't. <laughs> 205 is the Virgin Bet Wentworth. We, we absolutely will not go there. The Virgin <laughs> Bet Wentworth stakes listed over six furlongs. Uh, the five past two on the card. Uh, Kings Lynn is your 5 to 2 favour for Andrew Balding. Dakota Goal is in there 5 to 1. Ainsdale at eight. And Bielsa, the Leeds manager, back for more. Um, tipped up by Dan Barber uh, during the flat campaign,
1: but he is uh, eight 8 1 a shot at the moment. TC, um, who do you like here? Um. When I was looking at the race on Tuesday, I thought Kings Lynn was uh, was a fair price. But when I was writing my column, he went from uh, seven to one to seven to two in an hour on Tuesday morning. So someone's got some good prices. I think a mark of uh, I think price around freeze now is is short enough, given that the race has stood up quite well. Initially, I liked Ainsdale first time visor, but Carl Burks hasn't got a great record with that headgear switch and. Maybe uh, Mackinac as well uh, at a much bigger price, but although yeah, his best form's over five furlongs. I was going to have a play in the race with the extra places available with the sportsbook, but I decided nah. Okay, all right. Kev, what about you? Have you come down on something here?
2: I have, I like Ainsdale Um, I see loads of pace in this race I want one that's going to be drawn around the middle and it's going to be held up and he fits the bill Um, and look, he's been bopping away in most of the group company all season running well without winning Um, but the level of form he brings I think will stand up well here Um, his run at Ascot last time in the British Champion Sprint can be marked up because he had a high draw wrong part of the track Um, Art Power was the only one that made any sort of a go of it uh, from that side, so um, I think he's very solid. He, he had a little mid-season break. He he's coming into this in steamingly top order, and I think he's got a very good chance at um, you know eight to one or so. I think that's a good price.
0: Yeah, eight to one at the time of recording. Good stuff, Ainsdale for. Kevin Blake, the last at Doncaster before we go back to the jumps of entry is the Virgin Bet November handicap. It's a mile and a half here. First light, it's wide open. First light is your six to one favourite. Bit of support for that over the last day or two. You have East Asia, Ray Williams at thirteen to two, money for that as well from eight to one. Uh, calling the wind eight to one. Uh, global Store lines and let's have what you like about the rest. Wide open, Kev. Huge fields. Good luck trying to pick a winner.
2: Yeah, going to be tough, Hugh. Um, East Asia is the one I've gone for. Funny old profile. I spent most of his career in the Middle East, switched to Ian Williams, and has found 20 pounds of improvement in the space of about uh, half a dozen or so starts and having returned from a little break he showed that he's still on the up at Nottingham last time and that was over a mile six but I don't really have any fears about him coming back to a mile four Um, strong traveller looks to be loads of pace in this race he'll be ridden with a bit of patience Um, he showed earlier this season that soft ground is no problem at all and I'm going to side with East Asia
0: to continue his progression and hopefully go well he's like Calvin when he gave up the drink there £20 of improvement is that right TC? oh dear Oh dear Come on give us, oh dear. give us your selection there Mr 20 pounds oh, the, uh,
1: November's going very badly You yes. me up drink Give me up drink is terrible It is um, It's not good for your health Anyway, you should do a
2: Movember, Tony. You'd look well with a mustache.
1: I, I, have, I have done one actually. I've have, I have done one in the past.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm doing one as we speak,
0: gents. But uh, no, oh, Lord, the difference because I can't grow any facial hair, so nobody even it knows. They <laughs> didn't sponsor me for nothing.
1: Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! It's bad enough you got ginger hair, on, uh, ginger hair on your head. Have you had one underneath <laughs> your nose? For God's yeah. sake, man! Yeah, I've been growing you for three care, days care, Careful mind.
0: now, uh, as
2: we discussed beforehand. Uh, there won't be as much ginger jokes knocking around after we saw the, the, the recent antics in Dublin nightclubs with uh, oh. <laughs> whatever.
0: A red-haired gentleman it. clearing house. Don't mess with the flame heads. Don't mess with the flame heads. Right, easy. Give, give us your bed, please. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good. You're the opposite of Tom Selleck, aren't you? You are, yeah. You're, 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 an ugly, you're an ugly Tom Selleck. What was that? <laughs> to, anyway, anyway let's it. cut I'll to the chase. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put up a horse here that Blake has liked all throughout the summer. Global storm. Uh. don't know if I'm right or not, but... Um, yeah, yeah. The reason being, um, they put cheap pieces on him, and I'm a sucker for a good head uh, headgear stat. And Charlie Appleby is an amazingly good 27 from 94 uh, when he puts cheap pieces on uh, since 2016, which is a phenomenal strike rate when you consider the imponderables when putting headgear on. So that's a positive. The fact he's booked five pound claimer Adam Farragut is another positive. And I just like the way the horse, uh, I can see why they put cheap pieces on him after the run at Haydock last time. Um, he, is, he has got up a lot for his summer exploits, which are which very good. If he comes back to that kind of form, he's a runner here. And I also love the fact that he's, he's coming back to soft ground because if you have a look at his action, it, it shows you why he's got such a good record on testing ground. So global storm at 12 to one plus win only on the exchange. And I'm, I think calling the win eight to one, six places with a sports book. Is an absolute gift Um coming back from a third in the Czaric last time when he met two well-handicapped horses. He's he's coming back to a mile four. That doesn't deter me because, like I say, he's such a strong traveller. I think there's loads of pace in here. I mean, they'll take him into the race on soft ground with Spencer sitting quietly on board, and I think he I think he'd go very well. He is off a mark of 103, but he he probably should have won uh, at Newbury two starts ago over with his trip, and I'll be a poorer man if he's not in the first six. Lovely. Calling okay. the wind, each way eight places in global storm, win only. That's going on my epitaph, by the way, and
0: ugly Tom Sag. That's probably the biggest compliment I've ever been paid in terms of my looks. <laughs> and I'll absolutely take it with both hands. Let's move on to entry. The 108 on the card is the pretense handicap hurdle. Look, um, it's it's as with all these uh, things, Kev, it's it's difficult to um to, to know how much creams to put into these um pretense qualifiers. I mean, is there anything that stands out for Anthony prepared to have a bet on? It's okay to say no, by the way.
2: Yeah, it's so difficult to know what's going to happen. I'm going to pass it
0: directly to TC. (laughs) Right, Tony, Tony, you can give us an old pretend stare. Who do you like on the
1: three-miner, please? I I tell you, have you been been going out with all the UK handicapper's daughters? Because they don't like you, do they, the UK handicapper? Right, why do you say that? Every time time Irish horses come over here, they get whacked. An act of God is... Been hit yeah, with yeah. seven pounds, yeah. and he, and you know, and he, you know, and he was beaten miles off a mark of one hundred and thirty-one. Two starts ago, but I'm still tipping him. I think he's, I think he's actually a very good price at six to one. Now, like I said. the The UK handicap has made his life very, very difficult here, but everything about this horse suggests the step up to three miles plus for the first time is really going to suit. His run style is all about stamina. Puppin Trip is really in his favour and obviously he comes back here off a win over at mile six on heavy ground on the flat last time. So I thought this was a, uh, I thought it was impossible to fancy many in here. In fact, I narrowed it down to Self Terrace uh, for Dr. Richard Newland. Coming here off a break, but that's a planned break. It, It wasn't a problem. Um, for South Terrace but if you go back and have a look at Act of God's Run style I I think three miles soft ground is really going to come into play and I'm hoping the UK handicap wasn't harsh enough but £7 is is a bit of a piss take uh, to be perfectly honest but hopefully he, he can overcome that yeah, like States, I, I, I,
0: I've been going nowhere near the handicapper's daughter just to put that on the record so I'm not getting into any trouble here yeah. I have absolutely that's, not, that's, no interest stick, in the handicapper's daughter st-
1: st- st- stick to your mates mums yeah I would <laughs> yes, exactly exactly
0: exactly exactly Handica- handicapper's daughter far too young for me far too young and, and full of life right um, we move on to the 215 the Grand Sefton handicap chase two miles five um, for those interested time to get up is your 9th 90- Two favour for John Jordan and joined <laughs> alongside uh, Paul Nichols' Cat Tiger, so uh, disputing favouritism at the moment, nine to two. Uh, senior Citizen, six to one, Hogan's height, seven to one, and it's 15 to two bar. Kevin Blake, who do you like, please, in the Grand Sefton?
2: I don't really like much now, but Hogan's height was just so impressive in the race two years ago. Like, he absolutely bolted up, and he's four pounds higher and, look, he's had a similar prep to what he had when he, when he won at that time. So, look, he, he's a bit of a stab. um. You know, we don't have loads of, of Grand National Fence form here, but he loved it. And he, did, he didn't run awful in the, in the Grand National. He just kind of jumped off and was kind of tail off from the outset, but got around. Um, and hopefully over this shorter trip, he might be a bit more involved early on and, um, and getting the mix late on. Mm,
1: lovely.
0: OK, TC, have you a strong opinion on this race?
1: Uh, no, uh, Edward O'Grady must be delighted that Westowake has only been given three pounds as opposed to seven. But uh, I thought this was, was really difficult. If the ground is, is soft ground there, and if it dry, if it dries out a little bit, I think Senior Citizen uh, is a is a big player here. Ran much better than his finishing position suggests in the race last year. Was third um, third over the Grand National Fences later on in the season. I thought he was interesting. I think he'll go a favourite, especially if, uh, like I said, if the ground firms up a bit. Uh, Hogan's Heights 2019 winner I can see that and I've got a theory whenever a horse doesn't an obvious horse doesn't appear in a racing post stable tour I always think it's because the owner said do not mention my horse because we're going for a touch and in a recent Jamie Snowden interview he didn't even mention Hogan's Height, which is surprised me so uh, but no I, I think if the ground rides on the better side of soft senior citizen uh, will go well but I'm not going to have a bet in the race.
0: Okay, alright, gents. The uh, last range we're gonna talk about uh, before we move on to um other matters around the Breeders' Cup and uh, Navin and Nate this weekend is the uh, 320 on the card. It is the Betway hurdle, two and a half miles. Um Kevin Brewed up a storm is a two to one favourite for Ollie Murphy. Somerville boy um still knocking around three to one. Wild about Oscar, ten to three, if the cap fits eight to one. Um who I used to be a big fan. Um TC's old pal, Lesniger, Oscar, eight to one, um is in there and Martello guy is tens. Um, Kevin, who makes most appeal in... uh, It's it's, it's an open enough uh, contest, I have to say.
2: Yeah, it's a good race. I'm uh, surprised it doesn't have Grade 2 status. It would look a typical um, British Grade 2, to be honest, but there you go. Um, Somerville Boy um, is the one I like um, for the simple and straightforward reason that I've thought for ages that you know mid-range trips are best for him. Um, he won this race last year, He just, and he hasn't had loads of goes at mid-range trips, um, so I'm going to put my faith in Tom George, who isn't exactly banging in the winners now but he had him ready to rumble on seasonal return last year so I'm hoping he has him in the same sort of nick here and he'll do for me
0: What about you TC? Lisnagar Oscar any
1: appeal at the price? 8-1 mm-hmm. Now I, I I thought this was all set up for Somerville boy won the race last year I think he could get an easy lead Lisnagar Oscar has gone forward in the past but I think Somerville boy could get an easy lead out here but Kev touched upon it there I went and had a look at Tom George's form. He hasn't had a winner since October the 3rd. Some of his horses have been running direly. Um, Kevin gave out to Dan a, a couple of weeks ago, didn't he, about tipping a horse from a, from a trainer, albeit the trainer didn't have a winner for over a year. But I think if you're back in Somerville, boy, uh, you're <laughs> of not in close to stable form. But I, I do get, I do, I do get Kev's argument.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, lads. Um, we should mention a decent card at Nace uh, tomorrow, Kev. Tomorrow being Saturday. Uh, I'm looking at the um, the great three chase there. Felix Deji, Andy Dufresne, Captain Guinness, Star, etc. And um, yeah, there's some, some decent racing at Nace um, tomorrow in particular.
2: Yeah, they're not bad old races now. The Fishery Lane hurdle is an interesting one. It's it's for four-year-olds only. And uh, we've two proper ones in there. In Jeff Kidder and Quilixson who are carrying grade one 11 pound penalties so that'll make it interesting there's a couple of uh, interesting ones against them as well but um, it'll be fascinating to see how that pans out and uh, the popular square chase that you mentioned, um, uh, second season chaser race, if you will, and we have some nice novices there from last season. i um, Andy Dufray and Felix Desji, as you mentioned. And uh, oh Lord, they're coming for you, Hugh. We better we better mention Navin as well <laughs> on Sunday because there's there's some super races there. And yeah. um, Dexter Dexter coming in, um, as 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 we're recording, and um, and they're, look, it's it's quality graded race and again uh, ground's a bit spicy there um it's good ground at the minute floor and porter returns um the the, the actually the one two in the stairs hurdle um will we'll meet again a floor and porter and Sarah de burleigh um i'm right well yeah yeah absolutely that's what's going to happen there yeah. looking forward to seeing that yeah and um yeah and of course we have the breeders cup you in the next couple of days which is going to be pretty spicy as well
0: yeah, TC, you, you did a column with Ryan Morris on betting.betford.com. For anyone, that's well worth checking out in terms of a steer on his rides at the Breeders' Cup. Did he say anything about love in particular, Tony, or should I just abandon my love affair with love?
1: No, he was, um, he, was, he was very keen on that, said it was his best ride um, of, of the meeting. Um, yeah, me. he, um, he thought, you know, he'd be very surprised if she's out the first three. I think the nine to two in the marketplace is gone, but I think fours and seven to two is probably a fair price. He does like the Japanese horse, uh, but uh, yeah, he he sounded quite confident. He's he, he gives. Um, he, he was he was. I spoke to him on Wednesday night, which was about eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock their time in the afternoon, and uh, on Wednesday, and he was. Um, he was he was very chatty. He gave a big shout to horses that he doesn't. Um, you know he doesn't even ride he, he liked twilight jet um tonight on friday night he thought that mm. arguably the cornwallis should be favorite from stall one there and it's uh, last time i looked it was about 11 to one plus on win only on the exchange so yeah he's um have a read of ryan's columns the friday and saturday columns are, are both live now um yeah he gives even though he, if he doesn't ride them he gives some good steers to about what he fancies and uh I always find when he does that, and he volunteers information about other horses, it's he's worth listening to. So yeah, betting dot bet fair. Ryan's two columns on Friday and Saturday, well worth a read. He he knows a bit more about uh, uh, you know global form than I do. So I'm, I'm sitting the mm. Breeders' Cup out, but yeah, you know, it, it's it's a good read, uh, Ryan's two yeah. pieces.
0: Excellent. Okay, good. And you've uh, reinvigorated my interest in love. I might have uh, a little. And stab on her. So, uh, at the Breeders' Cup, but best of luck to all the Irish uh, taking part this weekend. Uh, We've no Dan Barr winners this week, uh, the technical problems and issues there, but he will be back in the Hunt seat next Friday. He did pass on his nap of the weekend Is Martello Sky in the 320 at Aintree, so we'll stick that down. Um, I'm going to go with Belfast Banter in the Unibet at 6-1 win only uh, please I'm going against Kevin Blake Kev um, you, can, you can take the top of the class Tony Calvin we're playing catch up here so TC who is your nap please
1: I thought long and hard about this I was going to go calling the wind win in place but I'm going to I'm going to hope Eddie O'Grady is going to be telling the UK handicapper to swivel after act of God to five to seven pound extra has been put on. So act of God for me in the 108 entry. I can't see, I don't fancy many in that race. I fear self-terrorist, but act of God, win only 108 entry. Yeah, he'll be telling you
2: just he'll be he'll be he'll be telling you to swivel if he hears you call him
1: calling him Eddie Tony. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I was it. Oh, I was. it? Oh, is, it bit, is it a bit like uh, calling uh, William Haggis Willie? Oh, doesn't. Yes, like exactly. The exact same. Oh right, it's
0: very is it a bit like calling Rafe Beckett Ralph or the other way around or whatever you want to say? He loves
1: me. We always have a cuddle when we see each other. No, generally, he does like me,
0: actually. Good stuff. OK, so act of God for Tony Calvin and Kevin, who's top of the class, plus 180. It can't last, folks. Kevin, what's an that, uh,
2: oh Yes, uh, brave man's game win only, please.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, no, I
2: mean, I'm going to <laughs> go, fr- go for fresh. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it a few more weeks before going go into lockdown mode and start tipping long odds on Favs to, to retain the lead. I'll, I'll go for fresh at uh, Doncaster. Yeah. <laughs> God,
1: he's he start, he started the road to Cheltenham naps table already. Going, yeah. going defensive, <laughs> on, going defensive <laughs> after week one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play. i gonna play it safe, lads. I'm gonna park the bus. So brave man's game. Play so <laughs> of All right. And um, I'm reminded that it is Safe Gambling Week as well. All the tools that you need for safer gambling, whether it's you know setting uh, deposit limits, any help whatsoever, uh, you can check out um, the Betfair website as well. All the details are up. Uh, and uh, just to be to be safe, as always, a gamble responsibly is the main message to send out this week. There is help out there if you're struggling. Um, so the best of look and uh, enjoy the weekend. The racing is absolutely cracking across the UK and Ireland, and indeed the Breeders' Cup. for wherever you're watching your race. My thanks to uh, Kevin and to Tony. We're back on Monday with Wade in. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you then.